changes. We're going to go in here and make a difference. We're going to be impactful to all that we seek out to do. Somebody on the sound of my voice is going to do something amazing that's going to change the world or add to existing things that we have in place where your success is going to go to a higher level. You are great, and we're just trying to encourage you to make that greatness you. Claim it and own it. Hey, with that being said, hey, this is JT. We're on the podcast, Spiritual Breath, and we're going to bring some spiritual insight to you to help you to look at things from a different perspective. And no means are we trying to convince you to do it our way. We just want to have a chance to talk to you, plan an idea, or plan a thought, plan an idea, and hopefully have you to take action. You be the one to choose what is best for you. But the thing we're talking about today is the loop, the circle that goes around and around and never breaking. And we have to stop that. There are some things that we need to break free of. In efforts to help me to put this together, I invited my friend, Elder, the legend Baker, to be with me and help us as we start putting this thing. So y'all put your hands together for Brian O'Neill Baker as he helped us put this thing together. Say hello to everybody, Brian. Hello. Hey, y'all got it. There he is live. Now, with that being said, listen, family. We can't continue to operate as we did in 2019, especially if we didn't see the results that we thought we should. Nor should we continue to go around and around the same loop, the same cycle, and don't see change. So what we're going to try to do in three or four topics that we'll bring up is to try to help you all look at things from a different perspective in hopes that we say something or bring something to fruition that will help you to make a change. At the end of the day, you can hear what we have to say, but it's up to you to see that there's a reason for change. With that being said, Elder Baker, what would be one of the topics that you would like us to talk about? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. You mean like forgive ourselves or forgive others or a combination of both? Well, it's a combination of both because forgiving yourself and forgiving others can't change your loop. Okay. It can change yourself. Hmm. That makes sense. So, so, I, uh, how do you, or when do you know that you have forgave yourself or forgiven yourself? What is the sign that would show that, you know what, you're at a place where you're mature enough that you're not holding yourself against past failure? What would be one of those signs that you can look for to identify that you have grown past um, one of your failures? Like Maybe, me... um, maybe, well, you know, you have to forgive yourself. Maybe it's a, you get a feeling of relief. Okay. You, you don't be around certain people. There, there, there it is. You feel the form of relief. There is a sign or some type of, of notification that you get that you're no longer bound to that thing that you had to forgive yourself from. And a lot of time it comes from self-pity, or depression, or rejection. A lot of times you all are beating yourself up over things that has been put behind you. And you do this even with Christ. Sometimes you're sitting there holding something over your head where God has already forgave you from. You sit there and sit there and torment yourself because of a past sin that you have done. You ask God for repentance for it. You ask him to help you for it. And he has, a, he has granted you that request. But you yourself have not allowed yourself to accept the fact that God has done it. And that will be an eternal loop that you keep going around because every time when you come, uh, the devil brings that situation back around to you, you're going to embrace the negative instead of saying, I'm more than a conqueror. John 1, what is it? 1 John 4 and 4, you children, ye are my children. Um, you have already overcome this because greater is he that is in you than the world. Never will come into effect because you don't see the fact that you have Jesus in you that has helped you out of this situation and that you serve a God that is a forgiving God. But... I don't know. If you don't see a reason 
or you can't see how to come out of forgiving yourself, then that's one thing that you're gonna continue to stay looped around. What do you think, Elder? Yeah. If you don't, if you, you can't com, com, forgive yourself, come to the to the fact that you have to forgive yourself in order for your circle to change. Then you just don't know. You just do. But if well, it did too. It goes by. Do you do you fully believe in yourself to be forgiven? Do you think it's a it's an act that can't be forgiven that you did. Do you really believe that God can deliver you from that through forgiveness? So we're Could saying, that be a whole back? But yeah, of course it can be. And and I believe that's the key element. I believe no matter what people are doing, praying, fasting, meditation, reading his word, they haven't came to the concept that this can be um, forgiven. This can be removed. God can deliver you from it, and he shall. What's the point of going through all these steps and procedures to try to get God's attention where you don't believe that he'll deliver you from it? That's crazy. But guess what? Leading with that, if your mindset doesn't change, then this is where you stand. You stay in this current situation because no matter what happens good around you, you're still going to see the negative of things, and you're going to still find yourself embarking on the fact that this situation still exists when you are accepting that God has already moved on from it. He's, he put it in the sea of forgiveness. He's not even mentioned it anymore, but you're still gravitating and holding on to it because you haven't learned the power of forgiveness. But when we, so does that make us, does that make us, does that make us feel like we haven't been forgiven? So that'll keep us in the circle, the same circle or same place or where we feel that God has not forgiven. A forgiveness has not been granted. Well, you know what? That's a personal view. I think you have to come to the place where you know that the God that you serve has done just that, forgave you, and you have a willingness to look at the thing from another perspective and to say, hey, if God has forgiven me, it's up to me to ask for forgiveness. Now, let me piggyback there. Let's put a pin in that. The problem that I think most of us are having is the friends that we surround ourselves who knows of your past and keeps reminding you of your past. Therefore, you don't believe that you're delivered because they keep reminding you about the pitfalls of your failure. And I believe that's where the first change needs to come. If people are not for you, then you need to move away from them and get those people that can support and forgive you for everything that you have done in the past. You need some people to support and encourage you not to sit there and pass blame. So I think that's another factor. Your environment, your surroundings. So you're trying to forgive yourself, but your environment has not changed. And the people that you are let associate are still there. So therefore, I believe that they're contributing to your loop system. It, they're not letting you break out. You know, it's like you got a, it's a circle with a little cut in there that when it comes around, you can step out. But every time you get there, they start to bring confusion and concerns and you miss the time to step out. So therefore, you got to wait for the loop to come back around again. So I, I believe that in the act of forgiveness, first, you have to believe that God has done it. You have to accept it. And then you got to look at the people that you have allowed to surround yourself that you say are your friends or your, what is it, for men's, your friends and enemies. So you have to fig figure out what that is. But I don't know. It all starts with you, I believe. True. And, and something so profound that you said, when it comes to change, 
have to sometimes change your family, change your friends. You know, people that are positive forces in your life, not negative forces. And so important. No, if anybody in your life calling you that a friend, but I always bring them in the bad aspects of life, you have completely changed. You have to change that. I thought about that too. Let's deal with that part of our surrounding and our friends that we're having because everybody, you don't need somebody that's always got a constant encouraging word. Can do, will do. Yeah, yeah, let's do. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And they're never there to give you some criticism. I mean, just as well as the praise and the criticism, they both have to balance out. For me, Neither one of them moved me. You can encourage me and tell me I'm the best profound speaker that you heard and as well as say I'm the worst. I really don't care because, see, I'm strong enough and mature in me that I can say I don't need your praises and I don't need your criticism to, to validate who I am and what I am in God. Only one I'm listening for is for God. And the first thing and the last thing that I need is God to forgive me and set me in the pathway. I will truly say this, that majority of us are surrounded around people that are not don't have our best interests in mind because we're still too scared to go to God and say, God, what is this person's purpose? What is their season with me? Are they here for a lifetime or just a season? Or what is their duty assignment in my now and day life? Going in 2020, you need to have that conversation with God. Um, to help you to ask for the forgiveness that is needed, but also order your step and to who you should allow in your circle. My circle camp is very small because what I found out that everybody that enters has to have a purpose. You're just not going to be there to tailgate and run around with me as I prosper. No, you need to be there to be a contributing factor to help me to prosper in different avenues, just as well as I'm in your circle. I'm there to promote you, push you, and encourage you, but at the same time, I'm there to bring order and structure and to remind you of your pit falls only in the efforts to help not to break down or condemn so with that being said if you understand that your environment is toxic then you need to make some adjustments why be in a toxic relationship or toxic environment that it brings forth no fruits no fruits no positive fruit it's not manifesting anything you have to be to a place where you understand that everything that you're working is supposed to work together for the prosperous of the things of god for your life so picking up the pen what do you think on that elder do you think that people need to continue to have toxic relationships when they know better and they can do better? Nope. You got to do better. If you want to change or make adjustments to your circle, sometimes you have to remove yourself from certain environments. You have to, you know, just make up your mind. No. They ain't for me. It's not for me. They're not for me. And, you know, sometimes we ask, to go back and tell somebody that 
this has came to an end. See, you're too scared to have confrontation. You're too scared to tell somebody that this relationship, this connection is toxic to me. It's amazing how, and I'll say this, I believe this is why we have such a high divorce rate in the Christian community is because, first of all, we entangle into relationships that we're not clear. We don't make clear, sound, device uh, structure for it. And then we don't know how to tell people that this is toxic toxic to us. And we are falling ourselves, falling sick because of this. We're, we can't sit up there and tell them the trueness that we're in a place now where we're looking for fullness instead of looking for partial. And in that, you have a conternal loop because you look at what mama and them do. Some of you all are so committed to a relationship that you don't understand that the very connection that you have was never established by God. It was established by you, but you're trying to make it godly when it never was made to be. So therefore, when things become to go sour and go to the left, you don't know how to close the door. So what you do is leave the door open. Therefore, you're always going to have a reminder of failure. That's my view. How? All right, with that being said, hey, this is Spiritual Breath with your boy JT, and we want to thanks again for Elder Baker to stop in and to help us to start looking for some of the things. Even though we didn't get to the key element that I would have uh, loved to talk about, we'll pick up in another day, and that's your mindset. Everything that I teach on and share with is how you change your mind and how you bring new perspective and new ideas to you achieving goals that you may not have thought about until the fact comes when it's been put on the slate and you can pick it up and eat from it and make it a strong place. So with that being said, hey, listen, tune in again. We're going continue on with our podcast teaching and heifers to help and enlighten you on some changes that you have made so let's break the loop of the circle or at least identify where there's a cut in the circle and prepare to move out of it when the time comes with that being said if you would like to hear more about this or you would like to talk a little bit more about the concept of breaking the circle of changes please hit me up at apostle jt johnson at gmail.com that's apostle jt johnson at gmail.com and let me know what you think tell me what you feel tell me if you like what you like you dislike either or i'm gonna read it and, and read about it and if you want to be a guest on our podcast please let us know time date and we'll call you and we'll put you on the podcast and we can talk and if you're local within the south florida area we'll bring the podcast to you with that being said you have a blessed one we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.